come unstuck. Welcome to season two, episode number four. Hope you're doing well, my man. Uh, for those that don't know, this is not a podcast for everyone, just for one man. But we enjoy the fact that others are listening. As um, I alluded to during this upcoming episode, we've had a whopping 14 downloads. So thank you to all the fans out there. Um, we appreciate it. Um, if you want to buy merchandise, go to our website. If you can create a website for us and make a shop, that'd be great too. Um, we love the support. Um, Joe, I hope you're doing well, my man. Um, it's been an interesting week over here. Um, from a personal front, we've gone back to five days um, five days of work or five days of being paid, which is bloody good. Um, still working from home a lot. Did a couple of days in the office this week, but then still had to juggle the, um, the homeschooling and stay having to work as well. So that's been a, an interesting challenge for our family, but we're still going pretty well. Um, got out on the bike a couple of times this week, which is good. Started watching Afterlife with um, Ricky Gervais season two, which has been very, very funny. Um, yeah, it's been been a pretty good week. Apparently, the uh, weather looks shit for the for the weekend, which is a little bit disappointing. But yeah, it is what it is. And again, thanks to everyone that's listening. Um, if you've got any ideas, um, I appreciate the ideas I've got from others about, especially um, Mr. Adam Tinge about the. Um, book reading, which I will try to implement. Um, I'm not the best public speaker, as you can probably tell from this podcast. We um, yeah, just do our best and try to kick along. Um, yeah, as far as covers go this week, there's a cover by a guy called Obidai Parker who covers a very, very famous song by Outkast called Hey Ya. Um, I'd love to know how to play this on ukulele. I'm yet to, yet to find it or really search for it, but it is just a ripper version of a absolute banging track so if you've got a chance to listen to that it's a, we had to actually play at our wedding which is nearly 10 years ago it'll be 10 years ago next month um still love hearing it obviously it now means a little bit more to me because it was played i think when stacy walked down the aisle or when we were signing the books one of those one of those momentous moments that fade away in time but still hold a nice little spot in your heart um, again, thanks to everyone for listening. Joe, we hope you're doing really well. Um, you'll like this one. It's an interview with one of our good mates, Mr. Glenn Jolly. He's pretty candid. Um, he also um, is pretty creative when it came to the advertising segments. It um, went a direction that I didn't think it would go, and I truly enjoyed um, being a part of the script that was unscripted. So, again, hope everyone's doing well. May your news be good news, and we'll see you soon. This happened last week with Rito, so it's um, yeah. I'll I had to, to um, I had to first go in the settings and allow Anchor to use the microphone, and then I went out and went back in. But then, yeah, I, I couldn't hear you. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't. I was worried that I um my phone was still connected to the Bluetooth upstairs, so <laughs> it's okay. Right, we'll we'll kick off, mate, because um I'm not good at editing, so we'll um we'll get the yep. get the show on the road. So I'm good. What time do you knock off work today? Uh, about 4.30, mm-hmm. I think. Started at 7, so, yeah. Be a big day. All from home good. still? Or? Yeah, still working from home. We're going to probably be working from home for the next four to five weeks, I would think. So probably by the end of June, maybe we're going back into work. But I think it'll be restricted even then, like... I just think for the, half, just for the good-looking people, or the yeah, that'll be good-looking. The good-looking bunch that'll be Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and then yep. you know the bad-looking bunch is Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, um, and I so guess you, get to, you get to go in as the as the really ugly bunch on the Saturday Sundays. Yeah, that's right. Yep. 
That's right. Um, so, yeah, I think it would be restricted as in half can go in, half stay home kind of thing. So, yeah, it's got a totally different way of working, but it's, you know, throwing up some, you know, good initiatives or good um, ways uh, to find improvements in our work processes and things that we do and, and everything like that. So, you know, we found some advantages out of it, but still, um, you know, it's good obviously to have the face to face, but we've done, you know, what we can to try and find some efficiencies. So what's been what's been the best hack that you've um you've stumbled across as a um, Yeah, we we do virtual assessments. Um well we do assessments um of start, of candidates coming in for um roles, primarily being prison officers and justice workers. So yep. um a good hack has been like a virtual assessment um, and that's been, that was put together pretty quickly. So instead of like a, a role play, um, face-to-face role play, it's now done um, virtually, which um, which has been a pretty good um, hack, but also just, um, you know, just meetings uh, as well and being able to organise um, meetings with, external parties uh, just through the technology has just been beneficial as well. So those are things. Have you found you've, you've minimised the amount of meetings that you have no. on a weekly basis or you reckon there's more? No, I reckon there's more, yeah. Okay. That's it. Maybe people are justifying their existence through through needing through, meetings, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. And because you're just staring at the screen the whole time, you're not getting up from your desk to go to a meeting room or to get out of the office and go down Collins Street to go to, you know, um, a, you know, an off-site meeting or anything like that. Because just... that's a bloody long walk from Emerald to get to Collins Street. Yeah, I know it is, yeah. yeah. But you're just staring at the computer screen the whole time. So by the time you, you turn away from it after hours and hours, your eyes are just burning. So in a way, I kind of feel more tired working from home than what I would, you know, travelling into town, going into work and then travelling back out because you just feel constantly at that computer screen all the time. So obviously you're finding you're doing some more hours then? Like if you're yeah, you normally yeah. start at seven. Yeah, so definitely. The work creep um definitely has come into it. And what'd you call it then? The work what? Work creep. Okay. So when it comes like creeps into your kind of your personal time or hmm. you know, your time away from, from work. It because that's that's actually Cookie's nickname at one three cabs. <laughs> <laughs> the work creep. Um, Nice one. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, I think, yeah, like I start, I have been starting at, at seven um, just to get on top of things. Um, haven't been away from work for a number of weeks. So, but yeah, you, you could finish work and, and then because everything's there, you might check an email or check a brief or things like that. And, you know, that might be six o'clock and then before you know it's seven o'clock and, or, and then you might do that again at eight o'clock. You know, it, it, it's you know the work life and the work life balance in a way seems to be you know more melded um, than before. Um, yeah. But I mean, in saying that, before you know, you had your work phone, you had your laptop that you'd take home from work. So. Um, it's not a difference in the technology you have. I think it's just the av- availability of it just being there and all set up and ready to go. I think 
Yeah. That that's the key one. Having it all set up is probably yeah. the biggest thing. Of, yeah. Like even I'm I'm guilty of it. There's been a couple of warnings this week where I've got up at six thirty. I'm like, oh, I'll do a couple of emails mm. um, before yeah. I go for a ride or do something. Yeah. And before next you know, it's seven thirty, eight o'clock, and you're like, shit, I've yeah. just you know totally set like, up my routine. Yeah, and then you're like, well, I had one morning where I sat here in my bloody bike gear until lunchtime because like, <laughs> I might as well get this done. I might as well get this done. Oh, I'm going to go at lunchtime yeah. because yeah, it just didn't make sense. But yeah. um, I, again, having that. From my experience, like we're doing the same thing. Like you're starting, you know, you're on the computer from six thirty, seven o'clock, seven thirty yeah. in the morning. Yeah. And I'm not show- I'm not turning it off or, or saying goodbye to it till six o'clock. But yeah. yeah, I'm also not working full hours. Like if I have to take the kids out for a walk, hmm. um, hmm. you know, whether it's lunchtime or spend some time with them while Stacey's got to get some work start work done. It's not the yeah. big. You know, yeah. I'm not too stressed from that point of view because the outlook nah. there, just the um availability hours is different. Yeah, but, but you're doing the sensible thing, you're actually getting away from the computer and getting away from a screen and, you know, being able just to have that little bit of a rest and respite from from it. So that's what um, I've kind of enforced on my, okay, lunchtime, I make sure I go out and I go for a run because I can't take yeah. my phone, I can't take my laptop and for half an hour I'm just, just you know, it's just myself and whatever music's going through the the earbuds and just you know for half an hour just try and recalibrate and you know relax. That, that's kind of that's kind of one of the questions that I had for you. So you know, is that part of your staying sane and staying in shape routine? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, I try and promote that to my staff to do it more often you know, throughout the day. Like making sure you have regular breaks. Like a you know, you know, if you're in the, on the screen for an hour, make sure, like, for five, ten minutes after that hour, you're, you know, you're doing something else um, rather than looking at the screen because it, it does get exhausting and it does get exhausting just sitting there the whole time as well. Um, mm. As I said before, you're not getting up and going to meetings and doing this and doing that and going to clients and things like that. It's your clients are now on a screen so and you're just sitting there. So... One of the things to keep saying is to try to make sure at lunchtime, I, you know, put the um, the phone down, put the lap, fold the laptop up, put the running gear on, and head out for you know a five k run just to get that that break, and you know that re-energizes you for the rest of the day because it's yeah, just that little bit of exercise and um, getting out and getting the sunshine as well because you know you're stuck in or you know, in, in a study, you're stuck inside. Um, you're not really getting, you know, out and about. So yeah, it just it just re-energizes you and you know switches off the the brain off from work. You may think of work, but what I try to do is is not think of work. And um, for at least half the run, I'll have music on, but the other half, I'll try and put the music off, and I'll just try and concentrate on different sounds around me and just concentrate on that sound. So say if a bird's whistling or, you know, the wind's rustling through the trees, I'll just try and concentrate on that sound just to try and block out, you know, um, the thoughts of work and or anything else that's going on in my life just so the brain can just decompress for, you know, at least 10 minutes. You know, it's very, and very, kind very of, zen of you. Kind of, yeah, kind of just reset, yeah. So do you pump the music at the start of the run and then, then no, let just, the brain just, come down or just vice depends, versa? just depends how I feel. I might do it at the start. I might do it at the end. I might do it. There's no logic to it. I just make sure I try and do it just to get a bit of mindfulness in for the day. you got to practice what you preach, mate. So it's good to hear. Mm. 
Um, so as far as um, gym work and stuff, obviously gyms are closed. So the running just at lunchtime is the main, the main focus at the moment. So trying to punch out 5Ks per day. Yeah, yeah. So I, tr- I try and do that if there's no meetings on. Um, um, and if not, then I'm, I'll try and do it at the end of the day if I can't do it throughout the day. Um, but at the end of the day, if I've done done a run and I've done all my work and I can, uh, and this is um, prior to a couple of weeks ago, I was getting quite good at it, was getting into the garage and just doing some some basic basic exercises, just lunges, push-ups, sit-ups, um, that type of thing. I did tie a rope to a to a tire. Um, I only used that once. Um, proved to be quite difficult. Um, but yeah, just um, just different. That's a, that's a fascinating mental picture. By yeah. the way. <laughs> I, I had Run, it hanging running with a tire throughout the backyard. <laughs> Um, it's chasing me! It's chasing me! <laughs> oh, the humanity! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, just different types of just body exercises. No weights or anything like that. It's you know dips on you know kind of elevated thing and yeah, just different things. Just using the environment around you to. I was going to say it's, it's amazing how resourceful. Yeah. Excuse me, how, how resourceful you, you become when you need to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And still put the body under pressure and, and you know, get that, that workout that yeah. you desire. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so you've alluded to you've had a, obviously a, a really shit couple of weeks and we won't mm. touch on that too much for obvious reasons. So give yeah. me something um, that's, you know, over the last couple of weeks has obviously been super tough and, mm. and that's not great. Um, what's what are a couple of the nice things that have um, brought a smile to your face over the last couple of weeks? Um, oh, well, probably my brother staying here um, more often than not, which was pretty nice um, to have Justin and his support um, around the house, um, which was which was pretty good. It's, yeah. Um, so that, did you have bunk beds or yeah, oh, yeah back in the bunk beds? Where, well, yeah. you know it. We there's two double beds in two diff, different rooms, but we um we made a, a double bed bunk bed just like in Step Brothers. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we could have more room for activities. Oh. <laughs> Kept clean. <laughs> so that's that's a that's a great positive. Obviously, yeah. it's a, a terrible, terrible situation. situation but you know, at least you know, Justin, um, you know, he's he stayed here. Fortunately for. Him, not fortunately, but just the timing of the whole situation. He was on, um, you know, leave anyway. So, um, yeah, it, it just worked out. So that was that was good. And obviously, um, people such as yourself and Rito and Cookie and Kaz and Steffi Kay and um, everybody just calling and Joe as well, obviously, um, calling or messaging or, or or what have you, just, you know, words of support and encouragement just being, you know, at times it's just been great and, you know, hits the feels sometimes when you when you read some of the stuff. Um, but it's been really nice and, and good and, yeah. Um, so that's- and obviously, obviously the funeral was terrible, but yeah. the fact that the, um, the fact that we're in COVID-19 um, and lockdown at the moment, so... Yeah. It was a virtual funeral. What was the feedback like from other family members that couldn't attend? And- yeah, no, they loved it. They thought it was really well done and it was nice and they liked the eulogy, so that was good. And um, it, was, it was nice. You got, a few, no, you got a few Tool fans in, uh, fans in your family, have you? Sorry, what was that? You got a few uh, Tool fans in the family? or 
few tool fans. Yeah, you said they like the eulogy. Ah, oh, yeah, good one. <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Uh, Did Uncle Bob reach out? Or yeah, yeah, Uncle Bob. Right, nice back to Uncle Bob. Yeah. Shout out to Uncle Bob. Shout out to Uncle Bob. Um, it's good to have a Bob's your uncle. That's yeah. Can yeah. <laughs> all take that for granted. Nah, good guy. Good guy. Um, yeah, so, yeah, no, I mean, it's tricky who who to, you know, whittle it down to, to attend out of the 10. Um, but it was, uh, you know, we just um, we just came together, Justin, Dad and I, and just, yeah, and did that all together. But, um, yeah, obviously not everybody could attend. But what we'll do is something uh, in the near future when um, all these restrictions are taken off and we'll have something I, I hear up at Emerald just as a yep. memoriam, not a really a memoriam, but just as a celebration of mum's life, which would be nice, Good. which is probably more than more what she would want. She wouldn't want anything um, too morbid or depressing or anything like that. So she would like, yeah, she'd probably like a good party. All right. Mm. That sounds like something you could, you could um, twist a few arms for, mm. I would say. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, but no, it's been like the support's been great. Like yourself, just checking in and messaging, and obviously Rido. Um, I don't think we've ever, you know, touched base more than ever before than um, right now. So, yeah, because it is it is a weird environment. Obviously, that you you can't say let's go to the pub and grab a beer yeah, or no, whatever yeah. you normally do, or um, obviously even that like oh, let's go, I'll come for a run with you or things like that that you yeah. Um, do just to get your mind off things and try to offer some support. So it's got to be, um, you know, people are getting a little bit creative in how they use the technology and even the basic technology, whether it's, you know, just a cheeky text message yep. with a stupid picture or something like that, just yeah. to yeah. Yeah. try to bring a little smile to your dog. Mm-hmm. 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 I suspect a smile. So tell us about, obviously, during this time, unfortunately, you, or not unfortunately, but you settled on your, your new gig, on your new place. Yeah, yeah. So, that, I mean, yeah, it's just unfortunate timing. Mum won't get to see the inside of it she um um she went by plenty of times um just talking the outside of it in the car so um but yeah she would have been very happy um with it so we um dad and i just as a bit of a distraction um post post funeral and that um we got in there we painted all the walls and just to give it a fresh new look, which was money well spent and looks looks really good now um, with a fresh coat of paint uh, on it. So that yeah. that was that's that's been good and yeah. And um, we'll go there tomorrow and and um, unpack some of the furniture stuff and and get that sorted. Yeah. So even even things like that, like normally you know, being money, hopefully you know, money better mates. Yeah. You'd go, yeah, I'll give you a yeah, hand, but can't. you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I meant that as in I'm one of your better mates because I'm probably the best person that you know, <laughs> not, not in a tearing section. Uh, section. Um, but, yeah, that's that's a weird thing. So when's the, when do you think – is that still a sensitive topic, like when you're moving? No, or what, yeah, I'm going uh, to be here supporting um, uh, Dad. Um, yep. Uh, there's no rush for me to go anywhere because yep. uh, the office is literally five steps away. From the bedroom, so you know yep. everything's set up in there for me. Um, uh, so you know, and, and I, I really wanted to just support um, Dad over the next month or 
two months, however long it takes. So, um, yeah, there's and there's absolutely no rush to to settle into the place. It's it's, it's sitting there. It's always going to be there. Be there. Yep. Um, no, I don't have all the furniture yet, so it's not really functional. There's no internet or anything like that, so it's not functional for work. Um, so, and I'm not bothered bothered or anything like that. I'm quite happy here. So, um, yeah, it, it'll just sit there until I make a decision. Okay, and need to go go uh, go there, and that'll probably happen when you know work really ramps up and I'm back to five days in the office. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. so with the details of the place, so what's the? I actually can't recall. Yep. So obviously, you've got at least one bedroom. Yeah, I've got two bedrooms. So yeah, yep. yep, yep, two bedroom place. So it's nice. Yeah, and enough space in the living area to put a small dining table in. So, um, so that's good. So views, which like I'm assuming you got a balcony. Yeah, I've got or a little a, um... a little balcony. Just looks out into the house next door. Doesn't have any view or anything like that it's only a first it's on the first floor so um yeah no no great views if you look around the corner you can see out to basewater park i think it's called um but um but yeah no no real great views but it gets the sun in the afternoon so that's good and um yeah it's just a nice little starter really so yeah starter unit very good. That's good to hear. All right, we've got one more little section mm. to go, and then um, then we'll hit a drinks break up because I'm getting a little bit no, Um So COVID um, predictions and observations. Obviously, today being Friday the eighth of yeah. May, um, Scomo made a pretty um, yeah, yeah, pretty important press conference yeah. today, and then Daniel Andrews followed up about an hour or so later. I watched it. Didn't. <laughs> yeah, pretty much said, "Cool your jets, boys yeah. and girls. Cool yeah. your jets." Yeah. Um. So, yeah, what any observations or predictions? I've got a couple if you want me to share them with you before. Yeah, that'd be good. You should share yours, yeah. So my my thoughts, my shower thoughts, like imagine if um, we didn't have to socially distance but we had to do the opposite, like where you had to be really close to people all the time. (laughs) Like imagine that. Like imagine how weird that would be if like the only way you You had you had to be around someone the whole time, whereas you know, anytime you're in isolation, you're um, you're exposed. I thought that imagine, like I'm so much happier with the way it is being the um, yeah. not the most affectionate person. You have going to shout around. groups of four. The other, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one was um, so I was thinking about like with the NBA, um, AFL coming back, and even like our you know our basketball or, or local footy mm. and stuff like that. The quality of the play yeah. is going to be shit. Because I know I even know what it's like coming back from, um, granted, over Christmas holidays yeah. when you get four or five weeks off from playing basketball and you've put on probably two or three Can't kilos and, and drank your own body weight in yeah. a year. It takes a few weeks to, to even get the fitness back, let alone oh, the yeah. touch. I think it's going to be the quality of um, oh, yeah. play is going to be pretty yeah. average. Local comp say. scores are going to be pretty low. We're talking like 10 and 12. It'll be like watching under. It'd be like watching. It'd be like watching soccer. Yeah. Like. And the other one I had, like, okay, here's a question for you. So, assume that everything's back to normal tomorrow. What's the first thing you'll do? Oh, probably go down the pub. Yeah, okay, cool. I reckon that's. Um, I reckon that'll be in the top. Um, if we're playing, is it not family feud? Yeah, family feud. <laughs> the board says. All right. So, any observations or predictions from your end? Mm. There are a couple of my little. Um, Oh, those are funny week. ones. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I reckon we're going to ride this out. Like, this is going to be like an 18-month, two-year thing until uh, there's a resolution to this whole fucking COVID. Um, I don't think it's going to go away in like a six-month period. It's going to be a longer, longer game we're playing. Um, that's a more more serious one. I don't have any funny ones um, for you. No, no, sorry, you did uh, you did warn me about it, but. Uh, yeah, so Joe, just for your benefit, this week I gave Jolly a couple of um a couple of the topics that I thought I'd talk yeah. about. Um, obviously I did, you know, I wanted to talk about his mum and, and not to you know to make him cry because that's not not what it's all about. But also there's a couple of other things I thought oh, may as well give him um a bit of a, a heads up. So anyway, mm-hmm. so I appreciate yeah, yeah. a couple, but anyway, so if you don't want to do yeah. your research and, and all that type of stuff, that's fine by me. That's, that's sorry, cool. mate. Wasted that one. And then I did dump a. Um, you've got to do the sponsorships going into the uh, drinks break. So this is going to be our first break. Okay. The so do you want to shout out yeah, to our sponsors? Yeah. So our first sponsor is Jolly Dispute Resolution Services. So hey, Reedy, let me ask you a question. Go for Have it. Have you man. ever found yourself in a dis- in a position where you needed an Im- impartial third party to resolve a dispute? Wow. Sure you, you can look no further. Jolly Dispute Resolution Services can provide that to you. So. Here's a scenario for you, which I'm sure many people would have come across in their day-to-day lives. Say you're creating a moon pie on the toilet and then you get up from the toilet and the toilet won't flush and all of a sudden you've got a giant moon pie in the toilet. Hey, Reedy, has this ever happened to you? I guess we've all been there, Glenn. Tell me about it. And then you call up the toilet guy and you're like, hey, toilet guy, I need you to come out and fix my toilet. And he's like, oh, okay, no worries, I'll be right there. Next minute the doorbell rings and it's the toilet guy and you're like, okay, come through, it's through this way. But, hey, the toilet guy, he doesn't take off his shoes and now you've got all dirty marked footprints all over your new carpet. Hey, Reedy, has this ever happened to you? Oh, it's the it worst, is isn't terrible. it? terrible. What a situation to be in. So the toilet guy goes into the bathroom and starts fixing your toilet. He's laughing hysterically because of the giant moon pie that you've created. This causes embarrassment for you. Has this ever happened to you, Reedy? Boy, are my cheeks red oh, right now. Hey, I can relate too. Don't you worry, pal. Uh, the guy fixes the toilet, pats you on the back, makes his way to the exit, and you're all quite relieved because now you should have a functioning toilet. Your bowels start trembling and you want to go and make another moon pie. So you make your way to the toilet, you open up the toilet, but you realise the jerk has installed a toilet with only a hole big enough for pee. So now you can't make any moon pies in there because they won't go down the hole. Reedy, has this ever happened to you? Can't say it has. Can't say it has? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, yes, I mean, well, yes, sir. Yes, through back. Now cool. in these scenarios, you can call Jolly Dispute Resolution Services and we'll resolve the dispute <laughs> for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was the longest ad read sponsorship we've ever had on the um, podcast, so... Was that a script or did you just come off that? Off the top no, of no, I didn't come off the top of my head. I prepared for that one. Okay. Good. The mm, moon pies moon are out. All right, mate. Well, I'll grab a drink and I'll give you a, um, a call in okay, a couple cool. of minutes. Bye. Buzzies. Oh, Sven. Hello. Hello. Hola. Hola. Nice to be back. It's nice to have you back, my man. I. Uh, so what did you uh, go purchase from the uh, bar fridge or did you um, 
We've got a James Squire 150 lashes pale Lovely. Lovely pale yeah. yeah, it's a good drop. Good on you. I've just finished my um my peanut butter porter and now on to the uh scotch and scotch and coke. Peanut butter porter? Yeah, but I've got about two or we've got about two sips left in it. So that's it. No they more. Make... They they don't make enough to to um last a lifetime. It's only like a specialty run, so I wonder why. It's actually really nice. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I brought a um, brought a four pack because it's one of their um, this Bad Shepherd Brewery Company in Cheltenham. Uh, oh yeah, and, Bad um, Nice one. It's nice. Ooh. I've got. I've also got a slab of their brown lager, um, hazelnut brown lager coming. I ordered it last Friday and yeah. it's still not here. So yeah, it was shipped on Sunday. Anyway, <laughs> it's a brown lager sit in the guts for a bit. It does, but it's it's good. Like I don't drink. Like I'll have probably two or three maximum if I'm gonna have it. So it's mm. not too bad. Like if you have, I couldn't drink. I don't think I could. I probably could, but half a dozen or so, and you'd be pretty um yeah bloated. And... Fair enough. All right. So this is a bit lighter for those um who are still with us. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Joe, you still um got the earbuds in, walking around the ward now, which is uh, great news. Um, <laughs> so I've. I've Asked for a little bit of help as I do every week. Um, so a few of these questions are from uh, some guys you might know, a guy called uh, Mark Riddington and another guy, Paul Cook, if you've heard of them. Of course I have. Okay. Um, so one of them asked, and I won't say who from, but what's the biggest bet and the biggest win you've ever had on the Rex hunt? The biggest bet? Mm. Biggest bet. Oh, this, yeah, okay. So there used to be a horse called Eagle Falls. Yes. Um. And uh, I was on the tab. This was years ago now. Um, and I was on the tab app. And I had a feeling on this particular day that Eagle Falls was going. I, I backed Eagle Falls n- nearly in all its all its starts. And I had a particular feeling on this particular day that it was gonna it was gonna win. It was gonna win. And so, you know, I put down fifty dollars on the on the just on the nose, which mm-hmm. which is a big bet for me. I don't bet in large sums, you know, if I'm having a bet, it's it's small, small fries. So I put fifty bucks on and I thought, okay, sweet. But then something happened with the app and I thought, oh shit, it hasn't gone through. So I bet fifty bucks again. So wow. <laughs> it's ended up being a hundred dollar bet. Which for me was just astronomical. Like I almost fainted. And then, so just so, to put that in context, then how much did you pay for your first car? My first car, I paid fifteen hundred bucks. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, hundred bucks and bet. Uh, Eagle Falls ended up winning, and I think I won about six hundred and something dollars. I think it was close to six to one or something like that. So Ripper. I was pretty happy. Pretty happy with that one. Um, but probably the big was the other one was the biggest win. Biggest win, yeah. Yeah, Prince of Penzance. Oh no shit! You had that, did you? With yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. I thought. I thought. Well, it's the closest I'm ever going to come to um, being a friend a, of a friend of a friend being of a associated friend. with someone who has a horse in the Melbourne Cup. So, yeah, that was a that was a that was a good one. What'd you have on oh, that? I had ten bucks each way, or just on the nose? No, nah, just on the nose. Woo! And from memory, that paid in the mm. Um, mm. over eighties, didn't it? Or one fifties or seventies? Something like that. I think it was eighties. Yeah, so did it on the day. When yeah, so. when you also said there was another like if you if the biggest win wasn't the um six hundred dollars from Eagle Falls um mm. that's Eagle Falls is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. 
Unfortunately, that horse had to be put down after. I think they just they ran that thing into the ground in the, in the end. Well, it had all your money. It was carrying all your money around, mate. That's why. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it eventually weighed it down. Mm. Ah, good question, that one. No worries. Um, well, you can guess where that came from. Yeah, Ritter. Yeah. Well, I said either Ritter or Cookie, so <laughs> smart. All right, this next one. Will you ever shave your head and come join myself and Joe in the um, Michael Klim stable? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. Do we need an intervention or are you you're going to No, no, no. I will come freely. There's no intervention required. Okay. Not, oh, you mean shave, shave or? Yeah, like we're talking like if you're a bike rider shaving your legs, you oh, shave your head well. okay. All right. All right. All right. That's a different um, kettle of fish. What's, what's holding you back, Glenn? I don't know. I just, I'd, I'd like a little bit of hair there. Left on the head. Wouldn't we fucking all, mate? But sometimes life doesn't give us. <laughs> Throw some lemonades. <laughs> I don't know, mate. Like I could do a, like a one or a two all the way around, but I'm, I'm not sure if I'd go the blade all all the way around. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, sure if I'm, not sure if I'm there. I'm not sure if I'm there yet, Brady. Okay. Mm. You just got to keep holding out me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. All right. Um, <laughs> next one is your greatest night out ever. Greatest night out ever. Which, if someone asked me this question, I'd be like, oh, "Fuck me, I don't know." Um, and also, as as Joe, as you can probably tell, I didn't give Glenn the heads up on this one. So, did you? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Did um, greatest night out ever. Riddos Bucks was pretty good. I enjoyed Riddos Bucks. That was good. All right, so run through Riddos Bucks again. Riddos Bucks. We did golf in the afternoon at uh, East Malvern. Uh, and then back to Cookie Chasm, my our, my place, just for drinks. And then we went into the city to the European Beer Cafe, had dinner, drinks, more drinks, and we kicked on to the strippers. And I think we may have made it to the casino after that. I cannot be sure, but it was a ripper night. Jeepers. I remember getting to um the European Beer Cafe, but I don't remember the uh, strippers. Yeah, strippers were after that. Yeah, that was good. That was a good night. There you go. Mm. So, Riddle, if you're listening, just going to get married again or whatever you <laughs> want to renew your vows. Yeah, yeah. That should be a thing. If you get if you have to renew your vows or anything like that, you should get another Bucks party. Yeah, definitely. Write well, that into your contract. I had this uh, night in Chicago. Um, my cousin came over from – I was – in Chicago, he came over from Vancouver. He was working in not Vancouver, Toronto. He was working in Toronto. The other, the other side. Yep. Yeah, came over to Chicago to catch up with me, and stayed a couple of and um, stayed a couple of days. And we went out the first day that we caught up. We went out to see the Cubs play the Brewers. Beautiful. Uh, and then that got rained out. So then we went. Wow. Yeah, he went. He knew this district in Chicago where there's just bars and and everything like that. So we went there, had a ripper of a night there. Just, Sorry, just go back. What does everything like that mean when you're in Chicago? When you're hitting up Chi Town, what's um everything like that? Oh, like bars and clubs, kind of like okay, so, a, you know, just okay, like so, a, a strip of um a strip of bars and clubs, like a district area where... Yeah, okay, not, yeah. a, not a strip of strippers. No, no, we didn't do the strippers. Yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I've, I've, you know, I've only, yeah, 
I don't I don't do the strippers or anything like that. Not to they they gen- tend to do you, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a thing. Well, that they'll I, you to dance for thing them. that I enjoy going out and doing. Yeah. Um, but where was I? Chicago with your cousin. Yeah, yeah. I I can't remember how many joints we went to. It was great. I had to end up leaving because I was that pissed. I'm like, dude, I need to go. And he's like, I'm kicking on. Um, So I got back to the hostel fine. And hours and hours later, he must have come back. He was on the top bunk. And all I hear is just... I'm like, oh no, he's gone. he's been sick on the top bunk. And all of a sudden, I can just see in the glistening of like light, just a little silhouette, silhouette coming down the side of the wall, <laughs> down a mud. I'm like, oh no, this is not happening. This is not happening. So I grab him, gone, dude. You need to get up. Grabbed him, threw him in the toilet. He did what he needed to do there. I cleaned up what. Needed to be. Did you, need, did you need to call the um, Glen Jolly um, resolution specialist? Yeah, just, well, the next day, <laughs> next morning, he had his, all his sheets all scrunched up, folded up, took them down to, um, you know, the lady that rang the, ran the hostel, um, you know, and he just got the, um, it must happen quite a lot because there was just like a standard fine that they dished out yeah. to him. But I didn't, and then he told me later, um, he, caught like a, a cab back to the hostel he got out of the, out of the cab and he got mugged oh right right outside the hostel so yeah that was, that was did he did he blame that on his vomiting like nah, that's why yeah, you, yeah. they shook me up too hard so i had to, yeah. I had to get it out <laughs> that was a good night that's yeah. awesome now one question from an old question from another podcast that i really like this one i think joe got um i actually asked this one of mitch and joe gave me the idea so if you had to fuck one bloke and your life depended on it, who would it be? At the fuck a bloke. Yep. Take one of the chops. Jeez. I reckon Rido. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be obliging. Tell me, tell me more about why why Mark Riddington oh, over if any I'm other like, man's um, world. If I'm like, hey Rido, dude, this is this is gonna this is like my life is depending on this, mate. I reckon he'd be like, Oh, all right, I'll Yeah, okay. Is it he's a team player? He's a team yeah. player, yeah. Interesting, interesting. I would yeah, yeah, not where I thought it'd go, but anyway, that's makes for interesting reading. <laughs> All right, so the, the next the next couple of questions are rapid fire. Oh, okay. okay. So don't don't think um too much about yeah, it. All right. All right, so rapid fire, you ready? You sitting down? Yeah. Take us to be your um, 150 lashes. Okay, hold on. I said a sip, not a guzzle. <laughs> okay, sorry. Right, so have you ever sent a dick pic? Sent one? Yep. Yes. Have you ever received one? No. Would you rather have dicks for fingers or a finger for a dick? Dicks for fingers. Okay. All right, so we're coming up to the shave, marry or kill. Do you know how this works? Yeah, I think so. Okay, Lindsay Lohan. Mm. Shag. Beyonce. Marry. Susan Boyle. Kill. Bill Cosby. Kill. Tones and I. Kill. Paul Kelly. Marry. Scott Pendlebury. <laughs> Scott Pendlebury. Marry. 
That's it. That's it. <laughs> I only had I only had half a dozen written down. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, Jack Lindsay Lowen, she was all right in Mean Girls. I like that movie. How old would she have been in Mean Girls? She would have been eight, half age. Half age? You hope so now. <laughs> Not sure about Lindsay Lohan now, but no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't mm. I don't Lindsay Lohan's sure of who Lindsay Lohan is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so that's that's the uh, end of the rapid fire. Um, so music time. So I yeah, did yeah. I did flick this to you today, and I sent you yeah. a, a song that that's I was listening one. to at the moment. So give us yeah. an underrated song by a mainstream um, band or artist that you you know that's gone under the radar that you thought, fuck, this is actually a good a good tune. Yeah, yeah. Needs um, a bit more um a bit more hype. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple. One from probably one of the biggest bands is is U two. It's a song called. 13 and it's the last track off the latest album it's a really really nice good um good song good moving song but obviously um being the last track on an album it's um it it's hidden. doesn't doesn't really uh um get it on people's radars so did um, they play this at the recent concert late last nah, year nah nah so nah. they don't even write this song but you do well that that concert was the joshua tree Tour. Oh, that was too. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and they haven't brought their um, "Sons of Innocence and Experience" tour down under. So, yeah. Um, another one is a song called "Perfect" by the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, that's off the Adore album, much maligned album, but um, still just a really nice song um, off that particular album that maybe some people don't really know. Can you hum, hum a couple bars or see any bars for us that? No, I can't sing Rudy. Okay. Can't sing Rudy. Can you? Uh, and yeah, did you want any others or No, or yeah, keep got, going. Yeah, got, I'm right down. So, um I sent you a couple of red hot chili peppers ones today. Yeah, from that album. Um, I'm, I'm gonna dig out that album tomorrow and, and I think the album was, was by the way, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So that was again, that was probably an underrated album. Yeah. yeah. Um because I used to thrash the absolute crap out of um Californication. Oh yeah, for sure. But this this album had a couple of really good um good songs. Like to the point where I can't even remember what they're called. So it was the last yeah. track on that album. Um yeah. I could probably sing every word of it, not right now, but I could probably um when it's on, pound it out. Yeah. What was the other one? Yeah. Uh, I, they had three, I think they had three big singles off it. They had, by the way, Can't Stop and the Zephyr song. Yeah. Yeah. But they the other cabron, ones cabron. Those other ones you've picked out there, they're good. I like those. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, um, I don't know, because I have Apple Music going most of the day. And again, like we're talking, you know, you can put a C- uh, CD, put an album on and it only lasts for an hour or 45 minutes. Hmm. Um, so you can chew through a lot of albums. The other one I've um, actually, <laughs> this is a bit of an odd one, but um, Flight of the Concords. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I pop, popped them on yesterday when I was working from home and fuck, it's some, very, very. They do a um a live live in London was the yeah. album. It's okay. so fucking funny. It's um yeah that whole out. It's probably a handful of songs that are classics, but like Carol Brown and yeah. um there's a couple there that um yeah just absolutely fucking epic. Really, yeah. really good fun. Business time. Um, it's business. <laughs> it's business time. No, and I'm down to my socks. You can't. It's time for business time. <laughs> 
it's just it's such a like even without um i've never watched them i've seen the, the uh, comedy festival and stuff like that but never watched a gig of theirs live and yeah they just paint like a like a real funny picture um you know that's a that's a good walk around the block mm. one to have on because the actual music's pretty good and it's yeah. very talented like bowie <laughs> space yeah. but i'll um i'll flick a couple of recommendations um yeah. at the end i've got a so joe gave me a bit of a, a um a challenge for this podcast as well about coming up with um not underrated songs but like top 10 covers oh yeah um, there are a some... couple of covers for you yeah go for it um two are depeche mode songs originally depeche mode songs okay and um Def Leppard do Personal Jesus really well, and Johnny Cash does Personal Jesus really well. If you um if you look those up, but they're that's originally a Depeche Mode song. Okay. Uh, the other Depeche Mode song is a song called Stripped. That's uh, a uh, good covers done by Ramstein. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, really good. What about what was the um? I'm just trying to think of the Johnny. I was about to say Stan Cash. <laughs> <laughs> The Harvey Norman song, um, no, Johnny Cash song, um, hurt. hurt. Yeah, hurt. That was Original. amazing. Yeah, when you when you go to the um, Johnny Cash Museum in Nashville, um, you make your way like around, you know, kind of a circle thing, and the, the last thing before the exit is um, is that song playing, and the video for the song as well. But also Trent Reznor's um, done up like a, a bit of a written up a bit of a thing um as well about it uh and how well johnny did it um and eclipsed his kind of version so that's kind of kind of pretty cool that's always an, an amazing thing when a when a cover in within similar like yeah. a five or ten year period is is yeah yeah you know at that level it's it's incredible yeah for sure for sure all right mate, you got anything else you'd like to chat about before we fork off or any other hot topics you want to hit no, no. Like we had, we had fourteen listeners last week to the um, Rido and oh, Reed nice one. podcast. That's awesome. So I reckon we could at least get fifteen if you um, <laughs> if you send them on to onto the um, family. We'll we'll be sweet. That's awesome. That's really great because that's how we that's how we're going to drive revenue here. Is um yeah, getting sexy guests in like yourself for sure. Well, Cookie, Cookie actually asked a question. He goes, "Oh, can you um do a live feed?" I'm like, "Probably," but I'm literally recording this off my phone, mate. So yeah. Yeah, can't be farm, be muscles. You're doing a great job, mate, to do all this, um, this and organise it and organise time with everyone. It's really, really noble of you, good sir. It's very Tim. Oh, Tim, you guys wouldn't get that. Very Ross Noble of me. <laughs> very. Speaking of funny fuckers. Yep. Actually, I listened back to the Rido, the Rido um, one during the week, yeah, yeah. and for some reason, so Rido came through like perfectly clear and I came through like I had a lisp. Yeah. So just for those those listening, I don't actually have a lisp. A lisp. A lisp. I get very sensitive when people talk about my lisp. <laughs> All right, and then what's on for you for the rest of the weekend then? Uh tomorrow is um making well making up some furniture from what's been delivered and yep. uh then Sunday I'll go go visit mum. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. And yourself? Um, what have we got on? So it's, apparently the weather's going to be absolutely shizing tomorrow. So raining pretty much from sun up to sundown. Yep. Um, one of our family friends, it's their daughter's birthday tomorrow. So we'll drive over to their house and sing from the nature strip. Yep. Nice. Nice. Um, we might even sing happy birthday. I was, I was going to 
pick a you know a, some personal Jesus by Johnny Cash. Yeah, perfect Softy Door album yep. thirteen by U two. But yeah, um, we might just stick to Happy Birthday. Nice. The only disappointing part: Hudson's a little bit pitchy at the moment, so yep. we've got to get him um, back in tune. Yeah, we've got that. And yeah, Mother's same thing. So Mother's Day, um, try to get the kids to do a couple of things with the kids to spoil stays, and then. Not sure how we're going to interact with, with my mum, but we'll um, yeah, we'll find find a way to be creative. Whether it's a bit of Monopoly or something like that over Zoom, or mm-hmm. we do a drive by and say Happy Mother's Day. I'm not, I'm not sure. So yeah, you'll figure it's all uncharted, you'll uncharted territories. Yeah. Hmm. All right, mate. We'll enjoy your your day on the Allen Key tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do, mate. You enjoy Is it a bit of IKEA your action or? Sorry. Is it a bit of IKEA action or? Nah, Oz Design Furniture. So yeah, bought it, bought Australian. Good man. Mm. Make sure you tighten that bed head up nice and tight, mate. It's going to get a couple of fair workout. Yeah, from myself. From yourself, or well, when <laughs> when you've got Rudo over and say, "Listen, mate, <laughs> Listen, my, my I need a favour. It's a matter of fucking death. Humanity depends on my penis <laughs> penetrating your anus." <laughs> Oh mate, I love you. Be love good. you too. Oh, do you want to say anything to Joe before you before we sign off? Yeah, thanks. So uh, yeah, just Joe, I hope you're um going okay, traveling well. Haven't spoken in a little bit, but um, you know, I just hope you're all okay and traveling well and recovering well, doing what you need to do. Uh and hopefully soon um we can, you know, catch up and, and um when everything's back to normal. Love you, buddy. Before you say anything else, yeah, you're gonna do another segment, I can do like it. a sponsorship. Can do another. Have you got one, one one left up your sleeve, but it'll save that to season three. No, I can do one. Can do one. Go for it. All right, you, and sign up. You can sign off on your um on your last sponsorship. Okay, all right, we'll do. Hey, Reedy, I got a question for you. Yeah, Glenn. Do you ever find yourself watching the Channel Seven News and thinking, "Why am I watching this?" And then you get to the weather, and then you realise, "Oh yeah, that's why I'm watching it." Well. Now you can be part of the Jane Bunn Appreciation Society. So the Jane Bunn Appreciation Society brings you facts and figures from Jane Bunn directly. It enc- encapsulates how accurate she was from the day before, what she wore on the night, and her perkiness from a level of not so perky to very perky. These are some of the benefits you get from your monthly sus- subscription to the Jane Bunn Appreciation Society. Money well spent. Money well spent. I'm assuming it's free. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all you, Jane. What what would her um her fan club be called? The bunnies or yeah, maybe the bunnies. Yeah, mm. the bunnies. Honey, bunny, right. bunny, honeys. All right. Well, on that note, I'll see you later, bunny, honey. <laughs> see you, mate. Turtles. Bye.